The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Yes, sir. Ski, we are back with another episode of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know the voice. You know me, a guy, really real, villain real, Terrell from a junior, sitting in the captain spot with my guy next to me, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Minus sixteen. <laughs> it was never in doubt, man. Free. Never in doubt. It was free money. We gave out a bunch of winners. And the best way to come off of a terrible slide, a terrible cold streak of betting, is to go into the biggest WNBA slate and knock it out of the park. Finish the episode, last episode five and OATS. It was great, Scott. It felt great to finally get the monkey, the monkey, the weight off my shoulders, and now I can just go out there and just hoop. I can just go keep hooping. I done got past that little stretch right there. And we both said this. We're heating up going into the playoffs. This is going to be a magical playoff run for us, I'm telling you right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, we knocked it out of the park. Unfortunately, my dog did not get there because the sun blew a six-point lead in overtime there. I then <laughs> parlayed with the Lynx money line. Lynx ended up getting there, but almost swept it, did not, but we hit the locks. I know you did a lot better than me, but we still did well, so can't complain. Yeah, no, we had a great day, and we're going to keep it moving. But before we keep it moving, we're going to talk about win bet. And there, bet $100, win one, win a $100 free bet promotion. It's the perfect thing for our new customers over at WinBet. All you have to do is just bet $100, you get a $100 free bet. What's better than that? Free money. And you can use that $100 bet on reduced juice in baseball games, the best place to bet MLB because you get better odds than anyone else. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 Seven twenty four hours a day where you can get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. So let them know we sent you sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Over such a change terms, conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. And make sure to check out our Discord server. Look, we got WNBA, we got NBA, we got college football, college basketball, fantasy football, NFL. Doesn't even matter. We even have 
a ultimate diss lead chat in there as well. I don't even know what to talk about in there, but I'm in there just sitting there tailing some free ultimate diss bets. So make sure you hop into that Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right. We're coming, we're coming off the heater, and we're just going to keep it rolling because we got another big slate game here today. We got four games on a Tuesday August 2nd, first game of the slate, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. We have the Phoenix Mercury playing the Connecticut Sun. Minus 10 for the Sun at home. 167 on the total. Let's go look at pull up the injury report here. Pretty clean. Usual suspects for the Connecticut Sun. The only season ending injuries we have to JT and Bria Hartley. But for the Phoenix Mercury, Diamond De Shields is out with that hip injury. She's still out, still a little bit of a hurting for the Mercury, shortening their bench where they don't even go that deep normally in games. All right. We got the Mercury on the road again. I I don't know what to tell you, Scott. I'm not, I'm not even it's 10, and I get 10 as double digits, and I know we're weary of that unless these smash mouth spots like the Vegas Aces minus 16 that we gave you. We were a lot more wary of them earlier in the season. But now, I mean, Connecticut's in midseason. I know they just lost, but Connecticut's in midseason form, and after losing that overtime like that, God bless the Phoenix Mercury because I think they get absolutely destroyed in this game. They lost by 20 to the Liberty? Like really, twenty? I, I hey, mean, I told you the Liberty could get hot, man. That, oh no, that I get it. I get it. I'm just yeah. saying, if you lose by twenty to the Liberty and you're facing off against Connecticut, I got to assume you're going to lose by more than ten. So the Mercury have been a mess. We already know that, and it seems like unless both Tarazi and Diggins Smith get hot at the same time, they got no chance to win any basketball games. Mm-hmm. And Connecticut defensively has been good. I think they're going to be motivated after that overtime loss to Chicago. Very competitive game. You know, it is what it is. They got off to a very slow start, and then it somehow came from behind, almost pulled it out, did not work out. But Connecticut's a good enough team to get back on track relatively quickly and mm-hmm. to try to channel some frustrations against their opponents. Phoenix just lets all their frustrations boil over. Are you expecting an inspired bounce back performance against the against the Sun here by Phoenix? Because I do not. I am I expecting it? No. Am would I be surprised by it? I think I actually no. would be a little bit surprised. I don't think I would because if we just look at the last, like just look at the last few games for the Sun. And that team that was really, really good defensively, and you know, a top five defense and they're still a top five defense i'm not going to take this little stretch away from them but they're not playing it like it recently you know overtime game so a little bit of slack there but they still gave up 95 to the sky 83 to the storm 73 79 to the links 84 to the links and uh well you know that was their best performance against the liberty that we know but then right before that 91 to the aces and so these are these are starting to get a little bit of higher points totals, and maybe I'm tipping my hand to the total that I'm on here, but I think that's my better play for this game rather than taking my chance with the 10. Am I, am I ever going to just take Phoenix for the rest of the season? Probably not. But is it making me more weary? Because I know that, hey, 
this Connecticut team has had issues defensively. And if Skylar Diggins-Smith and if Dion Taurasi get going at the same time, they're in this game. Uh, well, it, it, it makes me nervous on that line. So I wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix made this a close one. But am I betting on it? No, I'm taking the Sun minus 10. But like I was saying, my, I like the over as the best play in this game. Yeah, I was looking at maybe Connecticut team total over, which would be somewhere around 88, 88 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's kind of right where it should be, where I don't know if I feel great about taking that number. But I think I'm with you here. First meeting ended up landing at exactly 180. We know both teams defensively have had problems in the past. Connecticut struggled defensively against Chicago. I know Chicago's a good team, but a reminder, Candace Parker didn't play. So mm-hmm. the fact that they gave up that many points anyway, even before overtime, without Candace Parker is concerning. And we know Phoenix is so undersized that John Quell and company are going to feast on the inside. So I don't expect much defense either. I like the over. Yeah, I I think I even like a Phoenix Mercury team total over in this one. If I'm, if I'm going to take a team total, because I'm getting the lower number between yeah. the two. And that's probably what coming in at 78 and a half somewhere Phoenix, around Phoenix there. could get to 80. I could see yeah, that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think they get to 80. So that feels like even a good bet to me. I, the Sun defense have just not been playing like they have all season, and they're giving up more and more points. And I wouldn't be surprised if Diane Tarasian and Skylar Diggins-Swift do get going in this game because they just lost by 20 to the Liberty. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's really embarrassing. That's actually really, really embarrassing. So whether you're a good team or a bad team, losing by 20 to the Liberty is pretty embarrassing. So, yeah, all right, I, I, we're basically on the same page about this one. All right, let's move on to the next game of the slate. We have the Las Vegas Aces traveling to D.C. to play the Washington Mystics. Minus three and a half on the road for the Aces. 165 on the total. Let's go see if we got an injury report for this one as well. We've got, there we go, clean slate for the Aces. And for the Washington Mystics, I'm seeing a clean slate as well. So nothing injury-wise popping up. All right. Road, a road favorite here, minus three and a half. Are you backing the Las Vegas Aces against the Mystics? I actually see a flat three. I'm going to take it uh, with Vegas. I think that the Aces have finally regained their confidence and their current swagger so to speak mm-hmm. the mystics had a nice chop there with seattle and they did what they needed to do they got immediate revenge i know both of us locked up the under as a bonus play in that rematch especially since you lost it the first time around so we knew the second one yeah was i knew for it and, and wait wait wait. let's just go back to that real quick for, pause the breakdown let's go i just don't know why i can never hit my bets like I, I can't never go to a live event and hit my bets the year before, I went to go see the Mets play the Nats, and I bet on the Mets, and they got walked off. And I just knew for the next day, the next day, the Mets won. That's all mm-hmm. about this last time. And here we go. I knew for a fact that the Mets were going to win that game, and they were going to hit the under. Like the ending of that game was exactly what I needed for when I was in the stadium, in the arena, and I didn't get it. It's just, it's just ridiculous. I'm. I'm obviously bad luck for – so next time I go to a game, I'll make sure to let everybody know what I'm betting on so they can fade me because obviously I can't have the pleasure of seeing my bet win in person. All right. For, for me to go back to this game, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with Vegas. I mean, they did us a solid killing a WNBA G League team. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Indiana's an absolute disaster. I think without Kelsey in the lineup, it's definitely the worst team in league history. Can we say that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, very close. Probably very close. I think we'll it's definitely look, there. Look so, Vegas, though, they've been looking sharp. And it seems like after the midseason, uh, I'd say, slump or just lazy period, they finally have started to look a lot more focused. Not really for all 40 minutes, but for maybe 35 of the 40, which has looked mm-hmm. a lot better. The Mystics are a good team, don't get me wrong, but I just think that when Vegas is on, they're on another level than the Mystics. And I think that the Aces are better than the Storm by a decent margin. And the Mystics at home struggled to put them away twice. They even lost the first one. I think Vegas wins this game by seven or so. I think it'll be close. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a blowout. But I think Vegas finds a way to cover this spread, probably by multiple possessions. I'm struggling because... Do you think the spread is right? Let's start there. I think the spread is right. Because it's Vegas, I think Vegas deserves to be... I think it, I think it might be a little bit too much. But I don't know if it's enough for me to, to tail off of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think this probably should be too... It probably should be too. You give Vegas the respect that they deserve of being a road favorite, but you're not getting into that two possession territory. If this were, I'm glad it's not four. That that would have been a lock for me to go Washington White. But just saying, Vegas has one. Three. Vegas has, that makes me. Yeah. That really makes me. That makes me question it. That Vegas really has won four in a row by at least ten points. So when I said they've gotten back into their groove. Uh, they really have. It's actually uh, five in a row. No, no, sorry. It is. Uh, yeah, is it four in a row? Five no, a row. it's five. It's five in a row. Sorry, it's five you, in a row. Yeah, you he's got the Commissioner's Cup game, but that yeah. also didn't have Candace Parker in it. But that's still a good Sky team with or without Candace Parker. So I, I still give them the credit of that. Yeah, they've won but the rest four of these straight. Games, they've won seven of eight. Mm-hmm. Each of those seven wins have been by at least six points, and even the six point one was against the Liberty. They were up by twenty in that game. I just have a hard time backing one of the hottest teams yeah. in the league at this point in time. So I'm going to go with Vegas. Yeah, you're right. You talked me out of it. I was going to try to sit here and make a, a case for Washington. You know, I mean, seven top of eight. three defense, top three defense. And, you know, we know that's what aces struggle with is defense. And I think that Washington can convert defense and offense, but no, I, I, I think I do want to give I, Vegas aces are just, they're hot. They're really. It's a really very hot. low number for a team that's won seven of eight by margin. I think so. I think it's the defense. I really think it's the defense of Washington that's that's making this number, and that's really what's concerning mm-hmm. me because I think that we've seen the Aces go into their dry spells of these stretches where they can't score the basketball. Yeah, and you can't you can't have too many of that stretches with this Washington team because they can still find ways to put ball in basket and. You know, you might have more and more. Instead of just one, you know, little stretch where you can't score the basketball, you may have two. You may have three playing against Washington Mystics. So, uh, this is this is tough. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'll go with the Aces here, minus three and a half. The Mystics have been pretty good in the head-to-head. Mystics are 2-0. and uh, Played in May, won by 13 at home. Played in late June, and the Mystics won in overtime by one. That was when the Aces started their slump. So I don't know if you really want to use that, but Mm -hmm. 
I guess that's why the line is so low. It's because Washington's been good against Vegas. Could be a matchup thing. Could just be based on current form. But I think the Aces get revenge in this one. Yeah, it's not it's not easy to sweep a team. It's not easy to sweep a team over the course of the season. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, one sixty five and a half. We, I mean, it's it's the Mystics and it's under. I just even even though it's Vegas, Vegas has been pretty good to the under recently. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up again. But they've been really, really good to the under. Yeah, they've gone under in four of the last five. I'm, I'm with the under here as well. Is Washington. I'm not going to get cute. I'm taking under. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the last meeting ended up landing 173. But, of course, that game did go to overtime. So it did land 160 in regulation. I think both teams defensively are good enough to, worst-case scenario, uh, cause a couple of very – underwhelming minutes of offensive mm-hmm. basketball. And we know that Washington should try to slow the pace down as much as possible. So I think that bodes well for the under. All right. Let's keep it moving. We have the Los Angeles Sparks traveling to New York, playing New York Liberty minus four for the New York Liberty. 162 on the total injury report here. Lexi Brown is questionable with that ankle injury. Christy Tolliver is questionable with a calf and going down to the New York Liberty. And Michaela Onyeweta is still questionable with that knee injury. And Benaja Laney, we're still waiting to see her come back to the season. All right. I mean, we can either have the letdown of all letdowns or we can keep fading the Sparks team, which hasn't been really good. <laughs> and they proved it again to us playing – the Minnesota Lynx the other day as well. I'm leaning to the side of, look, I can't, I can't trust the Sparks team. Definitely not on the road. Definitely not cross country on the road. Yeah. And this Liberty team, they're looking like the best of the bad teams in the WNBA. If we, if that even makes sense, but they're looking like the best of all those teams that are towards the bottom of the WNBA. So, do you think they're better than I, Minnesota? Hmm. I feel like that's really the conversation you're having for the best of the bottom yeah. feeders. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Minnesota is really, really good. I think that I think that the Liberty have a higher ceiling, but Minnesota can be consistently better than the rest of the bad teams. Okay, I can agree with that. I'm I'm not trusting the Sparks here. I'm going with the. I'm going with the New York Liberty. It's just the fact that that offense can be so potent and the Sparks have literally the worst defense in the WNBA. Like, actually, <coughs> excuse They're me. Ignoring actually Indiana. worse than the Fever. No, I think it's actually, I think it's statistically worse than the Fever. I mean, maybe if you want to look at the last, like, couple weeks, but according to the whole season, Indiana's dead last, Sparks are second to last. Oh, okay. All right. I must and that's defensive that. rating. That's not points per game. Okay, yeah. No, I must have that wrong. Either way. The no, fact Indiana, that even, Indiana the fact is like historically is, bad. They're in their own league at this point, Indiana. <laughs> Either way, you're down there in conversation with Indiana in terms of defense, and if you give this New York Liberty too many chances, they're going to beat you over the head with it. At, it, it it's going to come down to an injury report and you know, seeing who all actually suits up for L.A., if I even trust L.A. to keep up in the game. But – 
how they've been going, they've been riding NECA's coattails for the past couple weeks now, and it hasn't produced wins at all. They have not been able to give her any help at all to help them in the wins department. And I'm just not going to trust that. I think that Sabrina Yescu has a much better supporting cast than the Los Angeles Sparks have for NECA. And this line is pretty indicative of it. I think four is a little bit too low. I I would be uncomfortable laying any more points with the New York Liberty, but four, two possessions, all right, I'll take it. I actually found three and a half at minus 110. Yeah, Give, right. give me the three and a half. There's no way that I can take the Sparks. The Liberty are a team that really frustrates me as a fan and as a better because it feels like every game they play comes down to if they can actually make three-pointers or not. They are so three-point dependent that if they miss a bunch of threes, they're going to lose. And if they hit a decent amount of threes, they can beat anybody like we saw against Chicago in that home game a couple days ago. But they beat the Mercury by 20. And I know the Mercury are a bad team. And I'm aware that the Liberty are right now out of the playoff picture, technically still alive because the bottom part of the playoff picture for for the WNBA is disgusting. So they could potentially get in. But the point is the Liberty are still a young team, which means that even when they're out of the playoff picture or the realistic playoff picture, at least they're prideful. They show up. They're happy to be there. They'll work on some things. They're trying to learn as they go. The Sparks have a bunch of veterans, and they suck. And the veterans, Mm -hmm. do they really want to go through the dog days of summer knowing that their team was supposed to be a potential dark horse candidate to win a title or to pretty much be a shoo-in for the playoffs. I don't think anybody thought the Sparks would miss the playoffs, but yet here we are. Yeah. Do you think any of the veterans are ready to fully embrace a rallying cry? Because we've seen two games without Cambridge, and you were hoping for a Tina Charles type of situation with Phoenix, where even if they were going to struggle long-term, short-term, maybe a spark, they'd get some inspiration and play some good basketball. But you're looking at how the Sparks have played over the last two games without Cambridge. They've been awful. I mean, they, they lost at home to the Lynx the last time out. They were down double digits the decent portion of the game. Then the Sparks ended up outscoring the Lynx by seven in the fourth quarter to lose by seven. But we mentioned before how the Lynx aren't a good team. Game before that, you played the Mercury. I know the Mercury are decent at home, but... They got blown out in the first half of that game. I mean, they were down 20-plus in the first game without Cambridge, and that's when all the alarm bells went off because it just seems like, in terms of motivation, this team is not there. And I'm going to take the home team that did not have to travel after their last game when they beat the Mercury. I'll fade a team that's basically dead in the water, flying cross-country, it really looks like it's just counting down the days until the season's over. So I'm going to take the Liberty minus three and a half. Not only did they fly cross country, they flew cross country right after that game. And yeah. they got to, they got to New York at 6 a.m. the next day. So you think the veterans to- are thrilled to be taking a red eye flight to New York when your team's <laughs> basically dead in the water? Of course not. I think that the sparks are playing out the string. I don't think anybody's really happy at this point. The Liberty, Bunch of young players. They're going out. It seems like they're still willing to actually put in some effort. Yeah, I. The issue here, and the thing that's really making this seem like this can get ugly, like the Mercury game did, 
past five games, Los Angeles Sparks are allowing their opponents to 40.4% from three. That's all the that's, Liberty do well. That's by far the worst in the WNBA over that span. And that is the Liberty. The Liberty take the most threes in the league. Mm-hmm. They take the most threes in the league. That's what they do best. That's what they go for. So if you're telling me you're giving the Liberty exactly what they want, I, I'm afraid this is going to get really, really ugly, man. I think this is going to get ugly. All right. I, I can't. I mean – I don't even know what to think of for a total. I guess I'm blindly leaning over because the Sparks can't guard the three point one. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and I think I think now the only thing that is, makes me question is will the Liberty, you know, play the stellar level of defense that they did against the Phoenix Mercury? Because last game against Phoenix Mercury, Crystal Dangerfield and Becca Allen, they took they took pride in saying, "Hey, we are going to lock up." Diane Taurasi and Skylar Diggins-Smith. They don't have anybody on the – there's nobody on the Sparks for them to get excited about playing defense. Okay, NECA, but neither one of them really match, match up with NECA at all. So it's like there's nobody for their best defenders to even get a spark about defending. So I can see the, eight, the Sparks putting up some points here. I can actually see them putting up some points. Do I think it's enough for them to get a win? No, but – so I'm on over. I'm on over in this one. I'm on a team total over for the Liberty. I'm on a Liberty spread. I, I, I just don't see it for this Sparks team. I think they're dead in the yeah. water, man. If the Sparks show up and beat me, good for them. But I'll take my chances. Over past five games, Liberty are attempting 24 points. What is it? Yeah, tw- yeah 24.63 per game. Making 8.6. That is fourth in attempts and third in, no, second in makes. Fourth in attempts and second in makes in WWE. It just seems like the Sparks just don't care, especially on the defensive end. And I don't know how you're supposed to win games when you just give up wide open shots on at least half of the defensive possessions. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right. That's that is like this game is, is pretty much locked territory for me. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the last game of the slate, we have the Dallas Wings traveling to play the Chicago Sky. Minus eight for the Chicago Sky, one sixty-seven on the total. Is there any update on Candace? Still, it says questionable. She is questionable with the illness to play in this game for the. Dallas Wings, we have – wait, where are the Wings at? Oh, there they are. Oh, yeah, Satu is, is the only one out and definitely with that ankle injury, but pretty clean for them. I mean, so look, here's my thing. I know this is the Chicago Sky, and I know this is the Dallas Wings. I know where you're going with this. I'm taking the points. Yes, because these teams are way – like, they're a lot more similar than they are different. And Candace might not play. Like, I, I can't lay eight in this spot. Like, and I, I don't know that she's playing or not. Like, why are we – why Why is this eight? This does – like, what – and then this – it opened at seven. So, it opened at seven. So, so, people are actually betting this up. And I just don't get it. Well, they beat Connecticut. I'm assuming it's an overreaction. It has to be. But this means it's just the ultimate letdown spot. They only beat Connecticut because they went on a 9-0 run to end the overtime period. Mm-hmm. And they put themselves in a situation where they were down by that much, where they needed a 9-0 run in overtime to even win the game. And 
that was a superhuman effort by Kalia Copper, who went out there and balled. Now she, mm-hmm. you know, got a little banged up in that game, but it seems like she's not on injury report. She's perfectly fine. And, you know, she finished the game. So she seems like she's perfectly fine, but she did get a little banged up in that game and something could be lingering there. But let me just read off some numbers for you and where make sure I have all this pulled up in here and accurate. So over the past five games, Chicago Sky are third in points at 86.2 points per game. Dallas Wings are fourth at 83.6 points per game. And for defensively in uh, points per game, they are, what is that? Yeah, eighth for the Chicago Sky, 82.6, 11th for the Dallas Wings at 83.8 over the past five games. It's not a big margin. It's not enough of a margin there where I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm setting this line for eight. Now, the issue I have with Dallas is I know that their offense, it can be up and down at times and very streaky, very, very streaky. But this Dallas team can get locked in. And when we talk about, you know, the good of the, the bad teams in WNBA, Dallas, for, to me, doesn't even fit that market because I think they're average. They're above 500 on the road, straight yeah. up. Yeah. I, I think they're average. I think they're a very average team. And even though they have that losing record, but majority of WNBA has a losing record right now. <laughs> I think that they're – I wouldn't even put them in the bad character – the bad team, it just eye test wise, they don't look like a bad team. It's just like an average team that is very, very streaky. And when they're hot, they can beat anybody in the WNBA. And when they're cold, they're going to lose a game to almost everybody except the Fever. So, yeah, no, give me these eight points. That That's a lock. Give me the eight points. And I wouldn't be surprised that this is a close game and Dallas is in it for the money line at the end. Yeah, in the two regular season meetings up to this point, Dallas lost by six and by eight, and Candace Parker ended up playing in those games. So now Chicago might be without her, and they're still laying eight. I ended up getting burned fading the sky in the last game, but truth is the sky really coasted following a great first quarter and a half mm-hmm. because they were up like 20, <laughs> and then they blew the entire lead and then came back and won in overtime. But Dallas has been a feisty team, and without knowing for sure if Candace is going to play, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, I, I just don't. The eight is telling me that she's playing. I'd That's assume what, so, but you never know with the WNBA. You're right. <laughs> you're right. But again, this Dallas team has been really good on the road. They and you said it. They've given them two good games on the road. They got they got seven and a half last time and they covered that. I'm I'm not out on on Dallas that much where I'm just gonna give where I'm just gonna give the Chicago Sky eight points. So yeah, plus eight for Dallas. Sprinkle on the money line. I think that this is a game Dallas gets up for. They lost two really close games to the Chicago Sky in a back to back set earlier in the season. This is the one that they go out there, they try to win, and try to put together some momentum going. There's not many games left in the season. Actually, seven. Seven games left of the season for them. This is – and when you look at their schedule, you have Chicago, Las Vegas, Indiana, two games set versus the Liberty, the Mercury, and the Sparks. You can can really propel yourself with a really, really good showing between – you know, Chicago and Las Vegas Aces and then coast for the rest of the season. 
because those teams are not good. You can. Yeah. All right. Uh, 167. Any thoughts on total? I think I'm going to lean under. I uh, don't really feel great about it, but you know, actually, let me think about that for a second. Once again, it's, it's tough to fully evaluate when Candace is potentially not going to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to take the over. Uh, the first two meetings this season ended up breaking in the 170s. Uh, I think that the pace could get up here. I think both teams could score 80 in this game. So I'm going to go with the over. But once again, I really have no strong opinion. I kind of have to plead the fifth on this one. Yeah, Chicago's got number one in pace over the past three games. Dallas lower, all the way down to eight in the past three games. But for the last five of over for both of these two teams, and the only reason that the over didn't hit for the Atlanta game for Dallas is because the Dream just couldn't score the basketball in mm-hmm. any way, no matter what. So, yeah, I'm with you. Go ahead and give me an over there. Feels good. All right, before we get to our lock and dog, going to talk to you about IP Vanish, the official VPN of SGPN. Safely browse the internet, encrypting 100% of your data. That is private details, passwords, communications, browsing history. And you can use unlimited devices like your computers, tablets, phones, even a fire stick. And they're offering you an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Just a tap of the button. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, look. We have to talk about OzTrader because OzTrader is the Best place to go and compare odds from all the major sports books. So if you're sitting here and you're you're wondering, hey, should I take the liberty minus four? Wait, I heard Scott say there's some three and a halves out there. You can go to Odds Trader and you can look at all the major sports books and start trying to decide, oh, well, this place has the better odds. Let me go place a a bet in that sports book. And then you can also compare different sign-up codes, promotion codes, all the deals that other sports books have, and you can pick the best one. Odds Trader is the best place for bettors to go keep track of all their bets and their activities and games they're watching. They have key game stats. They have injury reports. They have weather. So, like, you don't need that in WNBA. But if you're baseball, because it's baseball people that are listening to this too, you can get game day weather, and I know that's big for the diamond. They have a lot of key features like handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring, betting, and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, projected game weather, like I just told you, and – a bet tracker. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. Okay, Scott. Let's get into our lock and dog for this slate. I mean, I went five. We went. Five, we have to. We have our new motion. You're, you're going we first. We switched it first. up, and you've been cooking. Yeah. So it's it's not even a question at this point. For the rest of the season, I'm going first. All right. For my lock, I actually really like a lot on this slate, which is crazy. I don't like many dogs, which is going to make it interesting. So for my lock, all right, I kind of want to do the Liberty because I just want to fade that. But that over for Connecticut and Phoenix is so – all right, you know what? 
sometimes you just got to trust the heater. I'm going to give out a lock. My lock is my official lock is going to be New York Liberty minus three and a half because I just don't trust LA. I'm not trusting LA going cross country. I think that New York Liberty can keep this momentum going, get another big win and start making that push. Like all of this is for the playoff push right now. And while I was talking about that, let me pull up the standings to make sure we know exactly where everybody stands. But the fact that the this, Liberty are still technically not eliminated tells you all you need to know about the yes. bottom of the standings. <laughs> Absolutely. So seven, we're just going to start from seven, eight, seven is Phoenix Mercury. Eight is Los Angeles Sparks. Nine, Atlanta Dream. Ten, Minnesota Lynx. Eleven, New York Liberty. But all these, all these teams are separated by what is this a game and a half? We're talking about when it comes to two and a half, one and a half, two and a half. So separating eight from 11 is one game, one game. Yeah. No, give me, so give me New York Liberty. They, they can make the push. They're going out there. They want to get this playoff slot. I trust our gals, New York Liberty minus three and a half. They put a beating on the Los Angeles Sparks for my, my dog. I'm going to go with, I have known the Chicago team. There's, I feel, I just, I don't know the numbers on it, but I feel like I've seen the Chicago team kind of be slow out the gates a number of times. Do I want to go with a first half play, or do I want to go with a? I'm just gonna go on the money line. Yeah. All right. Yep. Talk myself into it. All right. We're just gonna go with the money line there. Give me the Dallas Wings. Plus 285 on the money line. We're going to go for the ultimate letdown spot after that overtime win. Dallas Wings, plus 285 on the money line. And I'm going to throw out a bonus lock of that over for the, uh, for the Phoenix Mercury and Sun game. I just can't help myself. I was going to say, if you want a fun joke, uh, you can get the Liberty to win the title at 250 to 1. I mean, well, I uh, well. They might the, make the, the Chicago Sky just won. The Chicago Sky just won the title, and they were sixteen and sixteen in the regular season. So I mean, I'm not saying that the Liberty are obviously going to do it, but when you're yeah. about to gate out of the playoffs and you're 250, wait, wait, wait. But so they're starting to heat up, and if they heat up before Benaja Laney comes back. Why is I mean two fifty to one? You know I've seen yeah, more yeah. long shots. No, we got no. We got to put a no. Okay, I'm putting a couple of dollars on that. I'm putting. A, I'm not doing it right now. Actually, putting a couple of dollars on that because I'm just. I mean, why not? But I was, it, when they're not even full at full strength, they just no. have to learn. Once how again, to, I'm, not, I'm not picking the liberty to do anything. But you know, you throw a couple dollars on it to win a couple thousand. I think there's a couple worse ways to spend ten bucks. Yeah. Like what? Okay. Why not? Right. But I thought you'd find that amusing. But no, anyway, I did. it was it was enough to make me go bet it. All right, your turn. Lock it yeah, up. To go to the lock, we're gonna double lock it. I got the liberty. I can't really say no. The Sparks have shown me nothing, <laughs> which is kind of funny because technically they're still in possession of a playoff spot, but they just don't want to be there. If you could, you could just tell from the body language, you can tell from the actual gameplay, the coaching change, uh, divorcing your best player. If that's the term we want to use. There's a lot of turmoil going on, and I don't want anything to do with it. We've made a fortune this year fading the Mercury solely because of that turmoil, and now we have another situation. I'm going to keep fading it until the Sparks show me something. I'm going to keep fading them. And for that reason, I'm going to take the liberty because even though they're not very good, they are still motivated. We saw them last year claw to a 
really an embarrassing playoff spot because they finished like five games under 500, but they still mm-hmm. made it to the playoffs. It's good for a young team. And if you want to try to build some character, you can make a push to try to, you know, get some postseason play under your belt. I think motivation is going to be a factor. And Los Angeles flying cross country doesn't help either. So give me the Liberty minus the three and a half. All right. And what's your dog? So my dog is going to be a two pick parlay and I'm going to triple walk the Liberty, I guess. I got the Liberty money line. <laughs> I got the Liberty money line as the first leg okay. here at around like minus 170. And I'm going to put that with the aces on the money line at minus 165. And that two pick pays out at around plus 150, plus 152. The Mystics have been good. Don't get me wrong. But based on how the aces have played lately, I think that they're going to remind the league why they were initially a tier above everyone else. And I think as a result, Washington's going to be stuck on the train tracks while the train's coming through. So I'm going to go with the two-pick parlay there. That pays out at about plus 152. Man, we have a lot of Liberty exposure today. <laughs> we really do, but it's, I'm not viewing it as Liberty exposure. I'm viewing it as Sparks exposure because we're daring them to actually do something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else for the people before we get out of here? Uh, not really. Uh, I'm hoping the Sparks keep losing. Uh, I feel like we can just alternate day by day, fading the sparks and fading the fever, and we'll see what happens. We'll see which team cracks. Probably, first. I bet you we'll probably be we'll probably be up units <laughs> if we if we do that for the rest of the season. I'm pretty sure we'll be up units. Fever should lose every game by 20 plus moving forward, especially <laughs> since they've been eliminated from playoff contention. But either way, it's been fun. Uh, my words, the fever, the fever are going to win one more game for the rest of the season. Win. Yeah, I hope they cover. Win. Okay. Yeah, gonna, oh. <laughs> win. Okay. No, they're gonna win. They're gonna win one more. Like they're not gonna go the whole rest of the season because they're on what? How long is this losing streak already for the? Yeah, season? maybe maybe in scrimmage they'll win a game. I think they're gonna win a regular. Oh they're gonna God. win a regular me, season game. Let me go back. How long? They've lost fourteen straight. Fourteen straight. No, come on. That's well. They got four games. Wow, they only got four games left. So they're not gonna 18, win a game. Eighteen straight to end. Eighteen straight to end the season. It's a mic drop, off stage. Okay, here, all right, I'm calling it. They're going to win the last game of the season because Washington's going to sit everybody preparing for the playoffs. Is that a home game? Yes. Wait, home game for Washington. For Washington, okay. Yeah, no, the, the Fever have the home game before that one. I guess the silver lining for the Fever is that regardless of if they play at home or on the road, they're the same amount of supporters. So, <laughs> no, nobody goes to the game. Nobody I mean, goes to the... I don't know what to right. tell you. <laughs> but, no... Okay, so this is what I hope that happens. We, we really just got off on a tangent. I hope this they lose hope by 30 every game because I'm going to bet against them almost every game. So no. let's have some fun. No, I, yes, we're going to bet against them, but not the last game. We're going to take the, They're going to lose the next three games, and it's going to be 17 straight, and they're going to win the last game to end the season on a high note. Whatever you want to tell yourself, man. <laughs> you know, you do you. But, but I think it'll win one more game. That'll be the best year. victory lap you've ever had. I wonder if, I wonder if we can. It would yeah, be better I, than no, your Pistons real. victory no, lap that would be, the Jazz that'd be really, if the yeah, Fever end up really winning legit. as like 15-point underdogs in the WNBA. But yeah, no. either way, just to wrap it up, uh, always fun going to the WNBA. I'm sure we'll be back at some point, probably in like a day or two. And let's make some money. Absolutely. You guys know I'm at Rochelle Radio. I am at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you hop into Discord channel sg.p and slash Discord. And make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast if you have not already. We have our own feed. If you're catching this on the main feed, we have our own feed. So 
subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Other than that, I have no idea how I'm going to end this podcast per usual. I actually haven't been putting any thought into it recently. Of course I've been not. I'm focused on the slump. Yeah, I was, I was focused on the slump and getting out the slump. But now that I'm maybe officially out the slump, so one day possibly could have been luck. We're going to see what day two brings. But if day two is a heater, then it's going to be crazy because that means that we're just go, we're going straight heater all the way through championship games. So other than that, again, no idea I'm in podcast. So we're about to get up out of here. We out.